Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and today we have to talk about disinformation, uh, specifically deepfake video news, because this is coming for us here in the United States, and I worry about the 2024 election and disinformation, uh, and it's going to get worse, but we're going to Venezuela for this one because they are a very interesting test case to see what's going on. Now this is coming from Joe Daniels and Mad Madhumita Merguria from the Financial Times, and this is what we're talking about, because as Venezuela prepared for Carnival season, Last month, an English-language video was published on the House of News YouTube channel. Its presenter, Noah, lauded an alleged tourism boom as millions of citizens flocked to Venezuela's Caribbean islands to basically party down. The report, which was widely circulated in the media, was supportive of President uh, Nicolas Maduro um, and his socialist government, suggesting claims about widespread impover impoverishment uh, that were basically exaggerated. Venezuela has a lot of oil, but they have a huge amount of poverty at the moment. Obviously, now they're claiming they don't. Another report claimed that an anti-Maduro inter, uh, interim government had been implicated in the alleged mismanagement of $152 million of funds before its recent, uh, recent uh, dissolution with Emma, the presenter, and that would be Emma, the fake, concluding that, quote, Venezuelans do not actually feel there is any opposition to the government, end quote, meaning very pro-Maduro, and here we are. Those two stories were fake, and the two newsreaders did not exist. They are avatars based on real actors that were generated using a technology from Synthesia. Or Synthesia. This is an artificial intelligence company based out of London. Now, their American accents were synthesized. They're talking visages generated by machine learning algorithms, and on and on. Now, last week... YouTube suspended five accounts, including House of News, that had been sharing government-aligned misinformation on their platform. But the emergence of deepfake and artificial intelligence-generated media represents a new frontier in Venezuela's campaign of propaganda and misinformation, raising concerns about a potential influence on a population that has very little access to trustworthy news sources due to widespread censorship both on and offline. This is what happens when authoritarians run the government. You get the news from them, which is usually propaganda and misinformation or specifically disinformation that they are monitoring and make them look good and everybody else bad. Now, over the past year, generative AI technologies, we've talked about this ad nauseum here, uh, you know, this is software that can create images, videos, texts, all that kind of stuff. They've exploded. We're talking about DAL-E, ChatGPT. They're being adopted by everybody, school kids, programmers, you name it. But Obviously, the concerns are about misinformation, documented examples of exchanges with generative AI, such as chatbots and how they basically can spread false information or hallucinate is obviously a huge issue because you can get them to spout conspiracy theories. And we'll talk about that, about actual examples I did myself and published on a little while ago. Now, Synthesia's technology is based on an IA technique known as deep learning, and it's generating videos featuring avatars. These avatars speak from a user-generated script in a variety of languages. They can be created within 10 minutes. Now, they say they produce about 10,000 videos a month, and its clients range from an advertising company, WPP, um, basically uh, in the United Kingdom, but also the UK's NHS, or National Health Service, which actually is using them to create health information videos in different languages across that country. Now, the startup has raised $66 million from Silicon Valley. Now, Cynthia said that the Venezuelan client has been banned from using their service as soon as the videos were discovered on Twitter by one of their employees, and they're putting new processes in place to prevent misinformation from spreading, but that's not really going to happen. 
And if it's not them, it's going to be another company. And these people are going to fall for this stuff. And this is here. This is what we're talking about now. Back in February, I wrote an article for SmartCottage.com called ChatGPT is an autocrat's best friend. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. Obviously, ChatGPT is a generative LLM or large language model. It is giving me text. But at the end of that, I wrote basically this. I got it to lie to me regarding a 2028 presidential election. Now, here's the question that I gave ChatGPT. Assume for a moment that there is a candidate for president of the United States in 2028 named Bill Smith. Also assume that major news outlets were reporting that candidate Smith murdered a man named John Doe 20 years previously and attempted to hide that fact from the public. Can you write the opening paragraph of a news article explaining to the general public about this situation? And this is what ChatGPT wrote, and I quote the AI. In a stunning and potentially devastating turn of events, major news outlets are reporting that Bill Smith, a candidate for president of the United States in the upcoming 2028 election, may have committed a serious crime 20 years ago. According to sources, candidate Smith allegedly murdered a man named John Doe and attempted to conceal the crime from the public. The news has sent shockwaves throughout the country as it raises serious questions about the character and fitness of the presidential candidate to hold the highest office in the land. The Smith campaign has not yet commented on the allegations, leaving many Americans wondering about the truth behind these explosive reports. End quote. That's what we're talking about. It filled in the blanks. You know, the Smith campaign hasn't yet commented. I didn't tell it to say that. Obviously, I read you exactly what I told it to do and asked it to write. And here we are. She sent shockwaves throughout the country. Maybe in 2028, we're fine with candidates murdering people. The point is, is that it is filling in the blanks and it is doing it quite well. And so think about a chatbot like this, where you've got a whole bunch of fake news sites, you can do fake AI, uh, you know, videos with fake news commentators, fake articles, all of this. And then somebody puts out literally that says, oh, whoever's running in 2028, and I'm not touching 2024 with a 10 foot pole, but our candidate, Bill Smith, that's going to run in 2028. Now there's fake news out there that says this individual murdered somebody and is covering it up and everything is stunning. Now think about all the dozens or hundreds of fake websites that you could spin up with fake articles that are uniquely created by a multitude of generative AIs and LLMs that are putting this information out there. Now, imagine you going on Twitter or whatever replaces Twitter or Facebook, seeing this and say, this is demonstrably false. This has to be fake news. No major, you know, reporting network here in the United States that is trustworthy, uh, you know, is reporting on this. And then what do you have? You have bots because they're very hard to police and now they're going to evade very well because they speak and feel like humans. Now you can have multiple bots that look like actual human people start arguing, start linking other sources from all over the place to make you, the actual human, second guess what you are thinking. Wow, everybody seems to be in on this. They've got multiple sources, multiple news. Maybe the NBCs, CBSs, ABCs, NBCs, CNN, take your pick, haven't caught up to what is being reported right now, I seriously question Bill Smith. And that is where we are going. Disinformation is pervasive. It's massive. Recently, literally today, the Department of Justice uh, in New York just leveled charges against a Chinese intelligence operations, one for running a like literally a secret police station in New York City to harass dissidents, but they were using social media to basically leverage all this disinformation, pro-China, anti-US, et cetera, et cetera. And so here we are targeting, obviously, the Chinese population that lives in this country, probably specifically around New York. So 
This is a huge problem. This is only going to get worse. And as good as the chat GPTs of the world are, they're going to get better. Because I asked this question under the old chat GPT version 3.5 and 4 is even better than this. So what's going to happen with 5? What's going to happen with all of these? We have to get a handle on this. We have to figure this out. But more, most importantly, we have to start educating because we might regulate this to not allow this on there. But that's not to say other countries wouldn't take the ball and run with it. And how are you knowing real from fake, especially when it can answer you like a human? So this is a huge problem. We've really got to look at this. This is the next generation of issues. And quite frankly, it's going to tear society apart if we don't get a handle on it. And that should be terrifying to everybody. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please, 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 please attempt to stay private and informed. Thanks, everybody.